0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the On Point Podcast. I am your host, Pastor Greg Locke, and we like to talk about three things around here, faith, family, and politics, and before we get started, I have got to give you two eternal warnings for today's podcast. Number one, I just finished a monster energy drink, so I may or may not be responsible for anything that comes out of my mouth, Brian, in the course of the next few moments. Secondarily, let me say this, I am amped up about some crazy nonsense that is happening in the United States of America. We're going to jump right in, and let me tell you something, some of you are going to get squeamish and squirmish on today's broadcast. I just got through watching a video of one of the probably best and most well-known evangelical pastors in America, and he sat down on a stool, and he stared into a camera, and for five minutes he asked us to repent and apologize for a white privilege. Now, let me tell you something. There are things that I'm going to repent of because it's what the Bible tells me to repent of, but my whiteness is not one of them. This is utterly ridiculous that I now have to roll over and capitulate to the culture and say, oh, I am so sorry that God made me white. Stop being stupid, people. Can the thing that is formed say to him that is formed it, why hast thou made me thus? Can the leopard change its spots? No. God made me white. He made some people black. Some are short, tall, fat, skinny, hairy-headed, and bald at the end of the day, it is ridiculous that we're using whiteness or blackness as some sort of racial spearhead in the day and age in which we live to bring more division
1: to the United States. White privilege. How'd that turn out for you growing up, Brian? Well, dude, it didn't turn out very well. I mean, I was raised a lot in juvenile detentions, foster homes, and... You know, I didn't really get the the love as a child that I needed. So, I mean, if being white was a privilege, I definitely didn't experience that as a kid growing up. And one of the things that I I wanted to say, and I was saying to you before the podcast is this, using the saying white privilege ignorantly is as racist racist of a statement I've ever heard. It's the most divisive statement. Yes.
0: It's made up, okay? It is nonsense. We don't have white privilege. We don't have black privilege. Let me tell you what we have a privilege of being American citizens. That's what we have the privilege of being. I am privileged to be an American. I could give the flip. Of a wooden nickel, what color you, me, or anybody else is? It is a great privilege to grow up in the land of the free and the home of the brave. Enough with this white privilege nonsense. And when major pastors get up and say we need to repent for the fact that we are white, that is stupid. That that is beyond a word that I like to use, asinine. Okay, it is ridiculous to say things like that, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not going to repent for being white, nor do you have to repent for being black. Now, should we repent of racism? Should we repent of having a hatred or a variance or strife against people different from us? Absolutely. But we must embrace who we are or we're never going to actually come to the table with the proper conversation.
1: And who are we? We're, we're a human race. Yes. And so we have human pride. Yes. And so it's not even really about black, white, because we're just different hues of the same spectrum, color spectrum. And so it it just it just blows me away that they're they're raising they're they're force feeding this junk, (laughs) this narrative down the younger generation's throat. I'm constantly having to have discussions with my kids. Telling them that this is this is a fake news narrative by the left yeah. that is victimizing the black community as well as the Latino community, and they don't care except every four years. Every four years, and that's what matters. Know, you got Black Lives Matter that yep. comes up, and you know, God forbid, you say anything negative about them because you are canceled, pal. Yeah. Bottom line, thank God we have our own platform.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's all about the election year situation, and and I'm going to be honest with you. My Bible says in Acts chapter 17 that all men are made of one blood. Okay, there's no black race, there's no white race. There's just the human race, and there's enough grace for the whole human race. And so we got to get past this white privilege, Black Lives Matter. Listen, we've said it before, we'll say it all lives matter at the end of the day, every single one of them. But what bothers me so much is all of these major players in the evangelical movement that are now, what do they call them? woke. They don't want to lose followers. Yeah, our church is woke. Whatever that means, your church is dead as a hammer. At the end of the day, we need to be awakened by the power and the authority of the Holy Spirit and the Word of God, and we need some pastors that'll stand up and get a rod-iron backbone, and they will preach. I mean, this is ridiculous, ladies and gentlemen. We have got to push back against this tidal wave of nonsense in our churches. These pastors are pandering. They are pandering to a wicked culture. They are pandering, and they are bowing down, and they're. laying down all of their morals and all their convictions. They have no backbone whatsoever. Why? Because they want to fill up
1: their churches with people, and they're far more concerned about clicks and lights than they are about the power of the Holy Spirit. You want to know what's interesting is I know the pastor you're talking about. Isn't he from Atlanta? hmm okay so I, I mean i would be pandering too if i didn't want my church blown up <laughs> i didn't want my church burnt down yeah and, I mean, and it's not just him in atlanta i mean they're everywhere i mean we're talking about some of the major
0: major mega church pastors in america that are saying look we need to embrace the movement black lives matter i've seen them with my own eyes heard them with my own ears make those statements and let me tell you something the theology, as far as the idea that black lives matter, of course, black lives matter. You're a fool to admit otherwise, but the organization is corrupt to the core. It is lower down than a snake's navel in a wagon track and crooked as a barrel of fish hooks, and as a pastor, I'm not going to teach my people, the sheep of our church, that they have to stand and walk hand in hand with an organization that is against morally and biblically everything that Jesus taught me to stand for, and these pastors are like, oh, we have to repent of our white privilege. We have to embrace the organization black lives matter if we're going to be relevant
1: then stop being relevant if that's what it takes preach the bible guys man i'm telling you they're founded on a pillar that is the antithesis of black lives matter yes. And i'll say this because margaret Sanger, right yeah racist cornerstone <laughs> exterminate the black race use planned parenthood to do it and they are big supporters and advocators of that just that alone is enough to cause alarm and then not only that They were funded and created as a a arm, an extension of the Democratic Party. Yes. And so, whatever you want to say, if Black Lives Matter, then they need to have a conservative Black Lives Matter group. Then, yes, it shouldn't just be to the left. Because I'm telling you, they're brainwashing. Yes, they are brainwashing. Whole generation of people and. They're creating this false narrative, making people hate their skin color. Yeah, exactly. I hate myself for being white. Yeah. No, I don't. I have Jewish blood, whatever <laughs> that means, somatic, yeah. and Turkish blood, but I'm still white. Yeah. I'm not going to say, well, I'm not white, I'm Jewish. No, yeah. I'm freaking white, and I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean,
0: if you can't be happy with the skin that you have, then you're going to be a very confused person for the rest of your life. Just be happy how God made you, and we are making issues out of something that God never intended us to make issues out of. Look, I've said this before, and I will say this again. Uh, We've got to get past this idea. Now, Christianity Today is saying that all churches need to pay reparations to the black community because of the evils of slavery. Was slavery wicked? Yes. It is condemned over and over and over again as far as the Bible is concerned. Yes, slavery is wicked, but I've never owned a slave. You've never been a slave, and there is no reason that our church has to pass offering plates to make black people feel better and feel more comfortable by saying, now we have to pay the black community because of what happened to our ancestors many, many, many years ago. Some of the greatest people in our church are black individuals. I mean, heads of security, talk about heads of the elder team, people that work on our worship team, musicians, just godly people that serve and roll up their sleeves and get busy for the kingdom are in our church. We're called Global Vision. We're not a white church. We're a church of all different nationalities and ethnic backgrounds, and we have got to get away from pitting each other against each other and causing more division by doing nothing but bringing attention to race and skin color. You ain't got a skin problem. We've got a sin problem is what we have in America.
1: So here, here's the thing, D- Democrats, bottom line, are destabilizing the black community. They are keeping the black community down with their agendas. And so, you know, I hear a lot of people saying, well, the, the Senate's all white, the House is all white. The solution to that is to train a generation of, of young Latino, right, uh, black, white, I hate to use the word black and white because that's still divisive different people of different cultures to actually go and do that. Don't complain about the problem. Be the freaking solution. Well, if they
0: actually start training people, they have to quit using inflammatory statements, and then their whole uh, model blows up. They want to keep people feeling oppressed so they can keep people burning down our cities. Because if you can make people mad and make them think that everybody's against them and we're the people of oppression, then obviously they're going to bite back and they're going to bark back. And we're watching a lot of biting and a lot of barking, and we're not talking about blacks and whites. We're talking about... Everybody, okay? America is in a burn-to-the-ground crap fest right now, and what I'm bothered by the most is that pastors aren't saying anything about it. These guys are rolling over, and these guys are capitulating, and these guys are compromising because they're afraid that people are going to leave their church and the offerings are going to dry up. Look, at the end of the day, we have got to stand, and we have to do all that we can to stand. I'm not going to be one of these pastors that gets up and just simply apologizes for everything. If I make a mistake, if something happens in my life that I need to publicly apologize for, I will. The principle of the Bible is public sin, public confession. Private sin, private confession. If I do something stupid, if I say something dumb, off-colored, whatever it may be, then I have a responsibility to publicly repent. But if you think I'm going to repent for believing the Bible and believing in biblical morality or the fact that God made me white, (laughs) you clearly signed on. To the Rawdon podcast. That is ridiculous. Preachers are called to preach, not pander. I need to put that on a shirt. Preachers are called to preach, not pander. That's so good. I'm making the shirt right after the podcast. <laughs> right It'll after. be on lockmedia.org. Right. You can make that with the shirt that says Pastor Lock for president. Oh, and,
1: I know that I heard that you may be running for a state representative in 2024. Is that? Uh, you know what? I,
0: I have people all the time that ask me to run for something and uh more than likely, I'm not going to run for anything. But let's see how many shirts we can sell, and then we'll kind of figure out what Come happens on, man. from that, right? To say, you're supposed to say I'm running for president. <laughs> no, you're trying to back me into a corner Come on my own podcast. You I'm going to run for nope. president.
1: Number one, you'd be, listen, you would be the second coming of Hitler. Oh, uh, my god. Trump goodness. being the first yes. because Hitler never existed before Trump. <laughs> what, one, one thing I want to say real quick before we move on to the next uh, subject is this. The Democrats are not the Democrats of yesterday. They're a whole different entity. Yes, 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 yes. They are fascist. The fascist movement, they're they're basically pulling the okie doke where they're saying, look, fascist, while they're over here being fascist. Yeah. They're tearing down (laughs) history. (laughs) They're telling people what they can (laughs) and cannot think. Uh That is as fascist as it gets. If you don't believe and think the way I believe, guess what? Yeah. You're a racist. You're a fascist. You might as well be Hitler. Yep. Uh, You're a bigot. (laughs) Oh, my God. Hey, since we're talking about Trump,
0: okay, and we still need to make the other hat— Trump is my president. Locke is my pastor. That would be hot. However, let me read you, you this. You said make Locke uh, for president <laughs> hat? Yeah. Oh,
1: Locke for president? Locke okay. for president. 2024, you know? 2024, baby. Pastor Locke for president. But listen, <laughs> here's
0: what it says about the president. Tulsa officials plead for Trump to cancel rally as virus spikes in Oklahoma, have they not seen, ladies and gentlemen, how many crowds of people are gathering everywhere and burning this nation slapped to the ground? This is ridiculous. And now the officials are like, "Oh my goodness, we have to cancel it because the virus is going to spike." Enough with this stupid virus! I am so sick of people having these arguments about masks and all this nonsense. I am so over COVID nineteen. COVID nineteen has done more to destroy this nation in the last three months than by anything else I can think of in the.
1: Last hundred why years. would you bring that up? I,
0: because I'm ticked off about <laughs> it. Because stoke the fire. Tulsa officials are saying, look, it's going to cause a virus here in Oklahoma to spread and to matriculate and get bigger if Trump shows up. Now, let me tell you why they're ticked off about that. Do you know how many ticket requests they already have for the Tulsa rally? Okay, think about this. Ready? There are one million ticket requests for a rally that holds like, what, 80,000 people?
1: The, yeah, no, it's it's insane. It's A million ticket requests. I mean, I'm surprised they didn't break the internet. Okay,
0: this dude is on fire. I mean, this guy is gonna do something in this nation like we've never seen. I'm well, telling like, you, the, the polls are gonna burst in in into flames. In well, November. you want to know
1: what's crazy though? You want to know it's crazy. what's crazy? Just that? just picking back in on what you're saying it, right here. It's getting so ridiculous, the mainstream media narrative. They can't even keep up and keep their story straight. You know no. when they say that you know when you start lying, you tell too many lies, and you know which lies yep. lie, and then all of a sudden you trip up over your lies? Check this out. Rally for Black Trans Life draws packed crowd for Brooklyn to Brooklyn Museum Plaza. They're celebrating this. Okay? Tens of thousands. Tens of thousands of people. They're there. They're excited. They're doing that, right? There's no talk of anything else, right? Two hours later, they drop another another <laughs> post saying president trump plans to rally his supporters next saturday for the first time since most of the country was shuttered by the coronavirus yeah my health experts leg. but health experts are questioning his decision come on you know who i don't trust experts so, <laughs> oh my god why <laughs> would you put that there we have so
0: many sorry you experts and yeah i've seen that's ridiculous see that is tens re- of thousands of people show up in one area and they praise them but some thousands decide to show up to his Tulsa rally, and they're like, oh, my goodness, let's demonize the president more than we already have, and let's get this man to cancel his event. One million ticket requests. This guy revolt. is going to fill up every arena in America. I'm going to one. I've been to, to him before, but we I'm going to, to another one.
1: We need yeah. to revolt. Yeah. Well, what is the, who's the guy that said, we need? I, I'd rather have dangerous liberty than oh. any liberty at yeah, all? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I think it was something along the lines of, uh, I would rather have unsafe liberty than no liberty at all.
1: Unsaved. Yeah, bro, I've got to have the old wild, wild west and yeah. have whatever's going
0: on right now. Hey, if all the predictions ring true, we're going to have some wild, wild west, some martial law. It is getting crazy and spooky. And to top it all off, one of the greatest things we're reading about today is, uh, what do they call it, CHAZ? and oh, no. uh, The autonomous <laughs> zones, uh, where they're Chaz setting Bono. up, uh, by the way, barriers. They're setting up uh, walls. They said walls didn't work, and uh, walls were racist, but the first thing they do in autonomous zones is set up barriers, walls, and get this, people with guns and so they're guarding their little border and uh people are able to come in and come out at so their you're bidding saying that
1: they have an ice organization
0: uh yes they do they have an ice organization they have a uh and they're making police rest. department for the most part <laughs> that needs to be uh defunded i heard they ran and, out of food uh, they did in like 28 hours
1: oh my god
0: yeah i mean they completely I, I watched this thing the other day where there was a car accident and they didn't know what to do because obviously there's no police there, so these people are just screaming at each other and just slugging it up. Now, I will say this. Did you see the pastor? There was a street preacher that went in, but maybe a little bit different as far as his uh, charismaticism, if you will, uh, more than me, but he goes in there, and this guy is preaching, and they are all they choke him, and uh, this uh, homosexual guy walks up and says, you ever been kissed in the face by a gay man and starts kissing him and sexually groping him, and I mean, this That's guy's demonic. like calling out to the Lord, help me, Lord Jesus, give me strength, Lord, as I stand, and I mean, these people are... Buckwild crazy. Here, here's what I love. They say that they're coming to Nashville, that uh, they're going to set up an autonomous zone in Nashville. Get the batteries ready for the bullhorn. It is going to be an on point with Pastor Greg Locke, like you have never imagined if these people come to Nashville, Tennessee. I can see liberal Nashville. Doing that, oh Maybe no doubt, and
1: allowing it. Our mayor,
0: oh my is, goodness, there's liberal to the core.
1: This is why the right, the right, is always great at firing up the base. Go to the rally, get yeah, up yeah, there, yeah, yeah. let's vote. Get to the voting box, box, make a difference. But then they leave the voting booth and nothing happens. Right, right, right. Nothing happens. There is no plan. It's right. always kick the can down the road. And right. Let's just make sure a Democrat don't get voted in. What's our alternative? Yeah, Alex Jones and Infowars? If there
0: is something positive that I can say and will say about the left is they are calculated. They are playing chess Republicans and conservatives are playing checkers. I mean, these people know where they've been, where they are, and where they are going twenty years from now. They are trying to destabilize the economy, and they are good at it. So I will say that Democrats, the the left,
1: they're very at the higher level. Uh, yes, the they lower are level, very are calculated. A heathen. Oh yeah, they're heathen, emotional. Yeah, they're throwing bricks case. through the windows these and burning cars These are the car not up. the true Democrats, right? the ones that I'm seeing today. Sure, yeah, but I'll tell you this: not that any Democrats good, in my personal opinion. <laughs> but you know, that's personal opinion. Sure. However. However However, it's crazy because they do have that long-term plan and that agenda. So we need to actually look at what's going on. We have all these voices. We have Candace Owens. We have Graham Allen. We have David J. J. Harris. Yeah, Yeah, we have the Hodge twins. We have all of these fantastic, phenomenal speakers. Tommy (laughs) (laughs) Lahren. We have them all. Somebody who's really been impressing me and not caring is Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson. Oh, my gosh, for president. Holy mackerel. And check this out. We need to have a call to action that actually challenges us to come up with viable, healthy alternatives right. to the education systems, to the entertainment systems, yeah. and to the social media platforms that are viable and healthy. Multi-billion dollar industries built yes. new Hollywoods in a sense of conservative American values yeah. values that encourage people and, in, and train them in the ways of goodness or as you would say in the ways of righteousness. Right, right. So, yeah, we
0: can't just beat the drum and sound the rally cry without giving somebody something to do afterward. There has to be, as we say sometimes, a call to action. And conservatives are going to have to respond to the call to action. So you're exactly
1: right about that. There is no doubt. We need to get together, man. We need to actually organize. We need to strategize. We need to mobilize and then deploy. We need to infiltrate and subvert. We need to embed ourselves. The sad part about this for people who have a delay of gratification is they're not going to be able to see the fruit of it. Yeah, for sure, a long sure, time sure. it's going to be a couple generations well we Lisa? would be
0: doing all this kind of stuff if people weren't you know pandering to the crowd and apologizing
1: <laughs> oh we i don't understand why republicans guys we got to like conservatives whoever you independents yeah uh, libertarians we need to come together yes we need to take we do. this country back yeah we need to oh man because they're going if, to destroy it they, they the are. left
0: is going to absolutely positively destroy this nation they are loving everything that they're seeing in the news and speaking of which They own the news, ladies and gentlemen. We are seeing what they want us to see. We have got to push back. And we have got to come together in the day and age in which we live. And so you're right, Ron, conservatives are going to have to respond to the rallying call because I believe with all of my heart, we could have in this nation, whoever we wanted, it's the ant principle. Once we realize that we are way more and way bigger than them, we could infiltrate every single organization in this great nation. We have got to bring America back to what America was founded for and what we're seeing in the news and on social media. It's not America. It is not America. I am not going to raise my children under the banner of socialism. This is the land of the free. This is the home of the brave. We still say, God bless you. Merry Christmas. And we stand, thank God. Did you hear me? We stand for the national anthem. So ladies and gentlemen, we've had a lot to talk about. We got a lot more to talk about, but tune in next time here on the On Point Podcast with Pastor Greg Locke as we talk about faith, family, and politics, because all three are extremely important.